Hi, welcome to the Happy in Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Arnold. I'm an expert certified coach and a physician mom. I help women physicians go from burnout to happy in medicine. Let's get started. Today we talk a really powerful lesson. I've been using this on my own and I've just seen so many transformations. And I realized this is actually what I coach clients on how to have beautiful transformations in their life, how to be living in breakthrough. And it's this very simple technique. So we're going to bring it to here on the podcast. I'm going to teach you on it, give you some examples. Let's get started. The lesson is to listen to yourself first. If you ever find yourself stuck frustrated, annoyed, irritated, it's probably because you're not listening to yourself first. It's probably because maybe you haven't even listened to yourself at all, or you're prioritizing other people's opinions, voice, advice above your own. Whenever we're trying to do something that we don't want to do or do something that we don't want to do it that particular way, it can create so much tension for ourselves. So the answer, the cure, the solution is really simple. Listen to yourself first. It's very common for brilliant humans who've spent decades training to have the first response to any decision-making process be, let me go ask my friends. Let me go ask my mentor. Let me go check in with my boss. Let me see what my job thinks. Let me see what husband thinks. Let me see what mom thinks. The idea is being, let's go outside of ourselves to find the wisdom and experience of the world. And you're not wrong for doing it. Of course you're not. Makes so much sense to what we've learned. And it can be very valuable to draw on the wisdom of other humans. Of course, your brain is going to want to do that, especially if you're a scientist and and all doctors are scientists, you're used to getting a lot of data points. So of course, your brain is going to want to go there. Of course, there's nothing wrong with it. Please do keep doing it. If you love it, please do keep doing it. And also in this week's podcast, we're going to learn to listen to ourselves first. Before we go out in the world and ask the advice, listen to ourselves first. You don't have to agree with yourself. What comes up from your brain when you start listening to yourself, you might be like, oh, no, girl, definitely not that. (laughs) Right. But if you can just listen to it first, you will get so much more clarity on what's at stake, what's the value of where you want to go. And it just might be the exact wisdom you're looking for that you think is out in the world. You might already have it. So feel free to continue to have discussions. I think it's really very helpful and useful if you've been a person who decides by connection and collaboration to keep that in your process, but just add this one step. Listen to yourself first before you go pull everyone. Because here's the truth. I promise you, listen, I've worked, I've done thousands of hours of coaching. I've been coached myself probably thousands of hours. I've done a lot of work in this space. And what I can say for sure is that you for sure have all the wisdom you're looking for in the world and others. You actually already have it. You have all the answers you need. I promise it's already inside you. If you're having trouble accessing it and hearing it, you're coming up with a lot of, I don't knows, but I just don't know. It's only because you have some thoughts and rules in the way, like some of these, maybe I've never done it before. I don't know how to do it. Really not sure what's next. This next step sounds scary. I can't see a path forward. This path seems really terrible. These are all normal thoughts. Every human brain has them. And they will disconnect you from yourself and make it hard to hear your own beautiful, perfect, unique voice. So we want to start by asking more open-ended loving questions like, 
all right, what if I couldn't do any of this wrong? What would I want? What sounds like fun here? What is the path of least resistance? Where is there no pressure? What option feels like relief in my body? What option feels like curiosity, joy, excitement? Pay attention to your body as you're opening up these questions and go in the direction of relief, joy, curiosity, excitement. Pay attention to when you're discussing ideas with yourself and your body is shutting down and you're feeling nauseous and your jaw's getting tight. Pay attention. That's your body screaming, don't do this. And also pay attention when your body starts sighing. You find yourself yawning because that energy is coming out. You feel like relief. You feel like you're being held. Memorize that feeling and go in the direction because I promise you that's your body telling you this is the way to go. When you start with these kinds of beautiful questions and you're paying attention to your body and you feel safe with yourself, you feel like you are not going to judge and harm yourself. You are not going to force yourself to do anything you don't want to. You're just exploring with so much love, tenderness, and curiosity. I promise you, your brain will have an answer. It's just about making you safe to you first. I promise you have all the wisdom you're looking for. So yeah, I've spent thousands of hours coaching the most brilliant minds on the planet. And people will come and they'll say, I just need clarity. I don't know if I want to stay in this marriage or not. I don't know if I want to stay in this job or not. Not really sure what I want to do in leadership or not. I'm 50 years old. I thought I would be further ahead by now. I'm feeling really stuck. I don't know what to do next. And here, without doubt, every single one of them, they have their answer within them the entire time. So you might be wondering, well, then why do they need a coach? And here's why, because our the idea that we don't know that other people have better answers, that our own wisdom isn't enough, the skill of being able to connect with ourselves is, is something that we don't inherently have as adults. Or maybe we did it one time and we lost it in training along the way. It's not a skill that's developed in medicine. It's not something that comes natural for most adults. And so having a coach really is just that that other person outside of your brain who can hold that space so that you can be so curious about where you're where you are to have someone outside of your brain offer useful questions or point out reflections. Hey, it just seemed like you got really tense there. What were you thinking? What were you feeling? Or hey, looks like your whole face opened up. You just look like someone put a light on the inside of you and lit you up with that thought. Let's go in that direction and just can be useful to be able to see and establish and find our connections with ourselves and reflect back to us when it seems like we're being disconnected. So listen to yourself first. And then if you want to go ask your friends and families and mentors for sure, they have useful information, I am sure. They are experts in their life experience. They might have something that really helps to guide you or support you or provide some useful data points for you, for sure. And know that you are the expert of your own life experience. Nobody in the entire world knows what you want, your unique skills, strengths, passions, and purpose more than you. You are the expert of your own experience. I've coached so many people who will get confused about what to do next because their thought is, but I don't have enough experience to know what it is I want to do. So of course I would have them seeking out other people's knowledge, which is not a problem in itself, but 
here's the truth. We are all the world's expert of our own experience. There's just nobody who's been in our body and been with us from day one and knows every moment of what's been going on in our lived experience. There's no one who knows that more than we do. So we are the experts of our own lives. I'll say that when I look back in my life where I've had moments where I've just been, I've seen myself stuck, procrastinating, being so frustrated. These are all always moments where I'm trying to live someone else's rules or life or advice for me. And it's an option. You'll always have it. I promise you, you will always have someone out there who'll tell you exactly what to do, right? We all have those people in our lives. Very useful. And if it's not what you want to do or how you want to do it, you might find yourself find yourself frustrated, stuck, and procrastinating. So when I find myself in that spot, like, wow, I had this idea to do this thing and it's been months and I haven't done it. And every time it comes up, I actively avoid it. There is something here for me. It's probably because I'm telling myself I have to do it someone else's way, or I can't do it my way. Whenever I just change all that up, investigate it, coach myself and get to a place of how could this be fun? How could this be aligned? How can I do this my way? I always see myself immediately go into creation. If you find yourself frustrated or stuck or procrastinating, you aren't wrong. You are human and just investigate. Is there another way to do this? Could I do this more my way? How could I have more fun here? Also ask yourself, maybe we don't have to do this at all. I think giving ourselves the permission to stop a project or relationship or a thing that's not working, I think we always want to have it on the table. I don't have to do any of this and see what comes up. Sometimes just by allowing myself to make a choice, I want to do this shifts everything. And sometimes it's a deeper level of how would I do this my way? What if I couldn't do this wrong? Listen to yourself first. When I do, when I listen to myself first, I find my whole world opens up. I still seek out guidance sometimes, sometimes, but more often than not, I don't. More often than not, I'm like, this is what I want to do. Or sometimes I'll seek it out and my coach will tell me the opposite advice and I'll feel the resistance and I'll feel getting argumentative. I'm like, oh, that's good for me to know. I really like my way. And then I'll tell my coach, listen, get it. Love your advice. It's not for me. And I go on that. So I I think even if when people talk to you, you feel resistance, that's useful. It tells you, you actually know how you want to do it. And you just have to give yourself permission to do it if you want to. I like to listen to myself first and then get the guidance out there and add the new data points because sometimes they've thought of something I haven't thought of. They thought of it in a new way. It's just also useful as long as I'm listening to myself all along the way. And I'm just making sure to check in because sometimes what worked for others will not work for ourselves, right? So we want to always be pulling ourselves first, middle, along the way, making the decisions by listening to ourselves. For me, something I've also learned later in life, my 46 years on the planet is, you know, you learn in school about learning styles. I'm a very auditory visual learner. I, I like to hear it first and then I like to see it is usually how I, it was my learning style. What I've learned about myself is in terms of making decisions, which is so great because I think it was a big source of frustration in my marriage and my husband to understand why I did this. But now I know, and I've taught him what this means and I'll fill you in on the details too. But I've learned in my 46 years that I really make great decisions by talking out loud the decision so that I can hear myself. 
So it might to somebody else, maybe like, why are you talking to yourself? You could just have talking to me. You're just, you could have this whole conversation in your head and get to the same place. It's really not true. When I'm just in my head, I get lost in, in it. I'm like, I think a thought and then I'm like, but I'd love to go get a snack. It's time to stretch. Let me check out Netflix. What's on social media. Before I know, I have no idea what I, where I started. It's not useful for me to stay in my head. I've tried to journal about it and I can, when there's nobody else around and I really need to work something through, I'll journal on it, but still I'll I'll get tired of writing and I'll get distracted and I'll think about dinner or think about what I want to do next week. And before you know what, I'm also lost. So for me, having another human being in the room that I can talk, not with, but kind of talk at really helps me, especially the other human being helps me stay on task by reflecting back when I seem to be aligned with a thought or reflecting back when I've seemed to get getting kind of shut down or fight or flight about it, just having that, that response is very connected to me, helps me work through the decision for myself. And you might find that useful too, is just to try like talking through something, having someone in your life be a listener to help you work through that. Now I have to let my, have to let my dear loving husband know, listen, husband, right now I need a listening partner. So I just need you you know, is this, do you have time now to listen to me for 20 minutes? Can you just hold the space? Which means don't give me advice. Don't try to fix this. Don't try to jump in and rescue me. Just like, let me talk through this. And when he kind of knows what I'm looking for, then we can decide on what's a good time. Cause sometimes it's like, no, I'm on call. I really can't do this right now. Or I have a headache. I can't listen. And then we just schedule for another time, but letting him know what I need is so useful. So if you're recruiting a listener partner, let them know, because for most humans, listening is not what they do, especially if the person you're recruiting is a doctor who's used to solving problems, making decisions, boom, 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 boom. That's that, that person will need a little education on what it is to be a listening partner, which is just to sit here, listen to me, help me stay on track, reflect back what you're hearing. For example, It can be so useful to hear you work through your thoughts. It's just wild. I know it's the same brain, but it's like the brain creating the ideas is not the same brain receiving the ideas. It it just feels like a very different experience. What can be useful for your listening partner too with my husband is he just wants to help me. He just wants, so I just make a point. Okay, I'm going to work through this for 20 minutes and sometime before the day is over, I'll check in with you with what you want to share. But right now, I don't want any other voices in my head. I want to really just sit with all this information. It can be so useful to make time, if you want to, for him to give advice, if you want that. Of course, you don't have to. When I listen to myself first, I find the decision-making process just feels more gentle. And then when I go out in the world to get other ideas, I just feel more grounded and anchored to what's important to me. Sometimes. The other person offers me an opposing thought and I will be very connected to my body and I'll feel like, oh, I'm fighting here. Just good information to have. This is me defending something. Let me figure out what that is thing that I'm defending and let me have that as data points for myself. If their opposing view feels like lightness, that can be useful too. Be like, oh, okay. This is sounds something that maybe I hadn't considered. This feels really good. I want to keep that in mind. Listen to yourself first. It sounds really easy, but I'll tell you, it it can be challenging when the world tells you you need to listen to your family first. Medicine teaches you you need to sacrifice for the greater good. 
it can be hard to listen to yourself first if we have all this messaging. So if you find it hard to listen to yourself first, know that you're not doing anything wrong. You're doing what served you all this time. You're doing what the world has told you how to live life. This is what it's like to learn something new. And there's so much healing available here. So give it a try. Be curious about the process. If in the middle of listening to yourself, you feel judgment coming up about the ideas. You're like, you listen to your brain. You're like, that was dumb. Be curious about that judgment too. It's not wrong. It's your brain trying to help you. It's been there the whole time. And be curious about that too. What my experience is, is that when I've started judging my ideas, my brain really shuts down very quickly. It doesn't want to share any more ideas. Makes sense, right? We have a little kid, for example, who's sharing their artwork. And we're like, that's dumb artwork. That kid's not going to keep showing us artwork. It makes sense. Of course, we would never do that in real life. But it's an analogous situation of we share our ideas and our part of our brain's like, that's dumb. It just shuts everything down. So we want to consider being curious about the judgment and also being curious to pause the judgment for short bursts of time so you can see and understand what's really at stake here and what are the issues and, and how you can help yourself connect to you. It might feel really strange to listen to yourself first, and that's okay. Make space for that too. Of course, it feels weird. We're not taught how to listen to ourselves. We're taught how to ask our boss what they want and do exactly what they want. We're taught to always put our kids' needs first. Of course, it'll feel weird to listen to you and let it feel weird at first. But at the end, it brings you a stronger connection to you and a life that feels so much more aligned. It might be worth feeling weird at first. Having your listening partnerships can be something that's just a beautiful way to start establishing and maintain connection with yourself. Your listening partnership may be your romantic partnership. It might be your best friend. It might be your mom. It might be your neighbor. Who who knows? Like It could be you get to pick who that person is. And as long as you lay the groundwork out and maybe take turns, if, they, if the other person is interested, it can be a really beautiful experience to have someone outside of your brain help you stay in connection with you while you grow the skill and be that reflection back to you and help you stay focused on this piece of conversation. It can provide safety and support to have these beautifully powerful conversations with yourself when you have someone outside of you saying, you're right on track. I hear you. Yeah, that makes sense. I see that you're struggling with that piece or that I noticed when you said this, your face really lit up. Like having those reflections can be very powerful. If this is a skill, listening to yourself first, that you would love to have. I want to invite you to join my coaching program where we do this work every single time. There is a seat open and it has your name all over it. So you can click the link below or in the show notes and grab your seat, schedule a free consultation. If you want to talk about this, you want to see what it's like to be listened to, what it's like to be coached. The consultation for coaching is hundred percent free and it's hundred percent focused on helping support you to be seen and connected to yourself. If you like this experience, I can go over what it's like to work together from a no pressure point of view. These are, there are no pushy sales tactics. I will not say I need a decision right now and it has to be yes. None of that. I just look at the, these consultations as a simple connection to help you connect with you. All the focus is on helping you feel better. And if you want to know more, of course, I would love to tell you more, or you can find out more at the link below yourpathandfocus.com. Have a beautiful week, everyone. See you next time.
Bye. Bye.